The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Greg Ducharme. Greg, you like scoring, bud? Because uh, we got a lot of it. Yes, yes, we did. Um, and it seems to be the norm here at this event. But, I mean, you got you got 61 out there. You got 62s and 63s and 60s so far this week. I don't know what we're going to get tomorrow, but uh, I have a feeling that 25 under mark is in jeopardy. Yeah, it's getting easier. Round one was 1.8 under par. Round two was 2.8 under par. Round three, three and a half under par. I didn't think we'd sniff 25 under, which is the tournament scoring record that they posted in really wet, just prime conditions last year around TPC Craig Ranch. Uh, we're going to blow it away, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's amazing. Even when there's a little bit of wind, like, I mean, you were seeing Thursday, Friday, some gusts of wind 20 miles an hour. And it, it doesn't matter. It, it just doesn't matter for these guys. They, when they're playing well, they just find a way to make birdies and the greens are receptive enough. You can hit some really good long irons in there. Um, you know, you can access front hole locations. It's not as receptive as last year. You still see some bounce, but they, they have the ability to stop it. Uh, you know, I think if you and I went out and played there, Rick, it would seem somewhat firm, but these guys hit it so high. They are, they're able to spin it so much. Uh, there's, there's no safe hole location. Uh, 69 Eagles have been recorded through the first two rounds of this event. That's the most on tour through 36 holes since 1983. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> it's, it, you know, I was noticing early. I remember looking at the board on Thursday morning and there were like three guys with two Eagles in their first nine holes. It was, it was crazy. And the numbers just keep piling up. I mean, you might see, you might see a number like that after round two next week for birdies at the PGA championship. It, it's wild. It, it, it's amazing. The man who has led wire to wire is Sebastian Munoz. The opening round 60, 69 on Friday, 66 here on Saturday. That's six under par. I, I, I got to admit, Greg, I've been really impressed. Um, I think it is terrifying for him to look in the rear view and see the guys trying to chase him down. He's a gazelle right now trying to outrun a pack of pack of lions, but yeah. Munoz has been, uh, I think incredibly solid. He sprayed one off the tee on 18 here on Saturday, got it back into, into position. Uh, I, I just, I just really like how solid he is. I have no idea if he's going to win the golf tournament. Um, I, you know, I, I look at what he's done so far in his greens of regulation. He has two rounds with 16 greens of regulation. Um, now 
he had a he has had two really nice approach the green days and as far as strokes gained are concerned but really three really nice days greens of regulation wise and this is what the board was filled with last year um and it's filled with it again so far this year but that that kind of iron play when you can hit 16 17 greens of regulation i mean he's hit 16 greens twice and 14 greens the other day. And it, you're not going to give strokes away, but it looks like he has that mindset of, okay, I'm going to give myself, I'm going to give myself looks, uh, look after look after look. And well, if they fall like they did in round one and you have a great putting day, well, all of a sudden you shoot 60. If they don't fall, you do what you did the last two days and you shoot in the mid sixties. I know it was 69 yesterday, but you're, you're shooting in the mid sixties. That's really hard to catch. And you, he already has that really hot putting day, but I, I can tell you he's probably going to need uh, five or six under again tomorrow to have a chance of winning. Cause you're right. There's a pack of lions behind him. Uh, Jordan Spieth is one of them. Actually, before we get to Jordan Spieth, it would be, it would be Sebastian Munoz uh, second career PGA tour victory. Greg, do you remember yeah. where his was? Yeah. Uh, the Sanderson farms. He's got, and, the, he's got the chicken trophy or the rooster yeah. trophy, whatever it is. Yeah, and I, I think he shot in that tournament. He shot sixty three in round three. I was looking at some of his low scores because he's done it a bunch of times. There, seven seven times on the PGA Tour, he's shot sixty four or better, and only once did he answer with uh, with around below seventy. And this was now the this was now the second time uh, w- with the sixty nine in round two, which I thought was really important for him because it was kind of a slow start. And in a way you shoot 12 under in the first round and you show up to round two and you're not in the lead and you're getting train wrecked and you're making a couple of bogeys and you end up getting it, uh, getting the lead back by the end of the day and shooting 69. I thought that was really important for him. And today he looked really, he looked uh, looser. He looked a lot looser to start today than he did yesterday uh, starting off that round. So I, I have a feeling He's kind of comfortable and he's played through that real nervous round, uh, which which I think could bode really well for him tomorrow. Looking for a second tour title in 119 starts. Jordan Spieth looking for his second tour title in two starts, Greg, because last time we saw him was the victory at the RBC Heritage. And here he sits just one shot off the pace 67 65 and then a Saturday 64 he's gaining strokes with the putter this week um talked about that in his post round interview also talked about uh he said something interesting like you know after a win you never know how quickly you're going to be able to to get back into it and he's like I guess I'm doing it pretty quickly here I'm like yeah I I, I guess you are bud good job well, I know Rick. At the beginning of the week, you were very high on him. Um, I was as well. Not, I, I mean, you played him and won and done. I guess I'm not as I wasn't as high on him as you were. But I really liked him this week. We and we talked about it on Monday. He's had a little bit of time off, and although he's coming off a win, there was a very clear, glaring issue in his game. And after the after missing the cut at the Masters, and after the Valero Texas Open, and those really poor putting performances. He changed his practice routine and he started putting a little more effort into putting. But before that, he had it's it's the model. It's the model we talk about all the time. He had this foundation of really solid ball striking and he really has improved it. His, his misses off the tee are not as errant. Um, he's I know he only hit seven fairways yesterday, but 
Um, but 10 today, 10 in round one, uh, he's gaining significant strokes off the tee. And you're seeing a steady improvement with his iron play. But that's the foundation of his game. And the real reason I liked him coming into the week is my expectation was, okay, and this time off, he knows exactly what he needs to work on. There's a very clear focus. And although you won, it doesn't feel like it was a peak. It feels like it was a, uh, like you got lucky to win and there's still more to work on. And I think that has kept him hungry and it makes him a very, very scary threat tomorrow. I mean, not only is he gaining strokes putting for the week, but he's gained in every round, which I think may be more, more important than the, the total number that he's gained so far. Uh, he could win this event. And if he wins three in a row, then Greg, he'd be the uh, sixth man in history to ever complete the career grand slam, which would be a fun little subplot to the Phil slash tiger conversation that we're going to have. Yeah. Week. Yeah. I wonder what, um, what's going to take place with that next week. Cause the Phil story, I know you guys talked about it last night, um, is such a, a big story and everybody's going to be asked about it. Tiger play and everybody's going to be asked about that. And so what is going to happen to the guys like Jordan Spieth? Is this, this story of him having an opportunity to complete the career grand slam feels like it has not been a story. It's it hasn't been up to the level anywhere near Rory, anywhere near Phil, and and it seems like this kind of almost forgotten storyline heading into a week. You think back to, I guess it, the 2018 PGA was the first time, and Jordan's game wasn't really in great shape in 18, and nobody really felt like oh oh by the way you also had Tiger on the comeback trail. Yeah. Then in 19, Jordan's game's not in good shape and nobody's talking about it. He comes in tied third. In 2020, it's this COVID year. Again, Jordan's not in great form. Nobody talks about it. And it just, it feels like this hasn't been a conversation at all. And this year, I think it, it has an op. I don't know what's going to happen. I would think, hey, okay, if he wins this week, it's going to be a huge story. It has to be. He's going to win yeah. two events leading into it. It's going to have to be, but I feel like it's yeah. still not. Well, it's masked by a couple of things, right? I mean, I I wonder if um, Tiger and Phil mask it. They, they just, they take away some of that heat and it is not the top story. Um, if he wins, I wonder how that changes. I, I imagine it's got to change pretty significantly i hope so we'll see tiger and phil suck up a lot of the oxygen um the guy in third joaquin neiman shot a second consecutive 65 on saturday this is the guy i've got the pre-tournament ticket on i use i use speed in the one and done uh but my wallet <laughs> would appreciate joaquin neiman winning this uh greg he legit might need to shoot another 65 on sunday to win this that would put him at 26 under what's the winning score yeah. here yeah, I mean it's um, it it's a little difficult to tell, but you have a, a bunch of leaderboard. Joaquin's and yeah, you, you got Spieth, Joaquin, Munoz, all capable of going low, um, and then you have Justin Thomas at eighteen under. So I think twenty five under is very much in reach for everybody eighteen or better. Um, like it, it's not a ceiling round necessarily to reach 25 under. So is one of those guys going to go out and play like that? Is, is somebody, uh, is, are they going to be a little bit slower? Is a 17 going to reach 26? I mean, that'd be a great round. Is it going to be enough? So the real question is, do one of the guys that are 18 or better go out and shoot that, that nine under round? 
Um, and uh, but I, I would say my instinct is 26 under is probably your number. I, I think that's probably it. So, yeah, it's going to require a great round, but it, it's going to require a great round for everybody to win. Um, if it's 26, Scotty Scheffler will have to shoot a 10 under round. He's at he's at 16 under, but he leads the field or tied for the lead in birdies this week, Greg, which I think is yeah. um, an excellent sign of the state of his game. He obviously had that triple on Friday, I believe it was on 13, which, uh, you know, ha- has kind of s- submarined his, his chances here a little bit. But Scotty just he just continues to roll, man. It's it's birdies. It's yeah. playing well. He had a bunch of his early um, the first five holes. Give me a second. I'll look this up. The first five holes today. He missed a 11 foot, nine inch putt for birdie. He missed a 12 foot, two inch putt for birdie. He missed a uh, six foot, 11 inch putt for birdie out of the gate. And then he finally made one at number five. Like, like he is just giving himself. So it, this is like in, in fantasy football. It's not so much about catches, Greg. It's about targets. You got to have yeah. opportunity, baby. Right. Yeah. You got to have opportunity. And Scotty Shuffler's given himself a ton of opportunity. Yeah, it's a volume contest this week. And look, we knew that coming in. When when you talk about how many greens in regulation everybody in the top 10 hit last year, which was just staggering to look at the numbers. I mean, guys are hitting over 60 greens. It was crazy last year. Uh, it's kind of the same story this year. So uh, coming into the event, my concern with Scotty was, well, his short game is this huge asset. And it's played a really big role in all of his victories so far. And I thought that wouldn't be as important this week. And so one of his greatest assets would be minimized. Uh, and that that reduces the separation from the rest of the field. Like at API, at the Masters, um, and, and even in the match play. Those are short games, a really big aspect in tournaments like that. This week, it's not. But his iron play has completely, it's shown to be just as good as, it, you know, maybe even better than we thought. And it's been... He's, I mean, he's third in the field approaching the green so far this week. Uh, he, he's hit 14 greens the first two days, 15 greens today. But that's the volume you talk about. It's it's plenty of looks. Um, and it hasn't been a great it hasn't been a, a great putting week. It hasn't been bad, but there's been missed opportunities. Uh, but he just keeps on giving them to giving them to himself. So, yeah, he's impressive. Uh, 10 under round is. Look, it's a great round. Is that in the cards? I I, I think it's going to be out there. I just, I don't know if Scotty's going to go shoot it, right? But he looks pretty good. Somebody will shoot it. I don't know who it's going to be. Somebody will shoot it. Right. It's hard to, it's really hard to predict because a lot of these guys look really good. I mean, Justin Thomas looks really good. You know, he's got that kind of number in him. Um, I, I don't know if Jordan and Sebastian in the final group will have that kind of number in them, but. Um, it it's out there, and there's a, plenty of firepower here to to see that happen. It'll be somebody random. It'll be uh, it'll be like Bryce Garnett who goes out early and shoots like a sixty-two. And- yeah, I, you can see that. I mean, look at what you've already seen. You had James Hahn does right. He shoots what sixty-one today. Um, you had you had uh, Skins yesterday shoot sixty-two or sixty-three. 63. Um, 63. So yeah, you've had, you've had some really low rounds and it's Ryan Palmer shot 62 yesterday. So it, it it's out there and it doesn't require you to be a, a big name player in order to do it. And that, that makes it really interesting. I mean, you, if you think there's a 10 under round out there, 
everybody in the top 10 has a chance. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see it from a guy at 15 under. So you're talking about 17 guys where a, a round of 62 would really could really give him a good chance to win. All right, well, let's assign some odds to these guys here. I'll take a look at the uh, live odds from our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. I do my best to live a healthy lifestyle. I try to get out there, work out, break a sweat when possible. I'm not necessarily a fitness or a, a wellness freak, but I'm just trying to be a little bit healthier every single day, which is where Sun Warrior comes into play for me. It is a plant-based, eco-friendly, performance-boosting, all things brand that I want to talk about. And it's their active nutrition line that is something that I've been messing around with over the course of the past couple of months. And it's really working out for me because with protein, creatine, pre-workout, and hydration, these products are designed to optimize your performance. And I'm always up for optimizing any aspect of my life, even boosting my own energy reserves or being more hydrated after a long day in the gym or on the golf course. It really does turbocharge my recovery. It's something that I really take seriously and it's real nutrition for real life. So go check out sunwarrior.com and use code first. Are you still suffering from supply chain issues? Are they disrupting your operations? Well, have no fear because Graybar has you covered and you can rely on their nationwide logistics network to get what you need, where they need, when they need to get there and all within budget. Graybar is a trusted and leading North American distributor of electrical communications, data networking, industrial products, literally supporting products of any industry, construction, hospitals, industrial plants, schooling, it doesn't matter. Just one clear mission to serve as that vital link in the supply chain, adding value for customers and suppliers with innovative solutions and services. So here's what you need to do. Visit graybar.com to start an order today. Visit graybar.com to start an order today and fix those supply chain issues with Graybar. And we're back. Jordan Spieth, no surprise, he's the favorite. Plus 200. Sebastian Munoz, who's currently in the lead, plus 275. Then the chase pack, Joaquin Neiman at four and a half to one. Justin Thomas, five and a half to one. That, that's the big four, Greg. The leader in Munoz and the Lions. And if you want to go deeper than that, if you think there's a, a low score available for guys uh, beyond James Hahn is 25 to one along with Scotty Scheffler, Ryan Palmer and KH Lee are both 35 to one. Charles Schwartzel, 40 to one Davis Riley, 70 Bo Hostler, a hundred to one. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. I mean, the guys like JT and up to me is that's probably where the winner comes from. Um, I believe one of those four guys, they have the firepower. They have the positioning on the leaderboard. I, I think that's probably where your winner comes from. But um, so I, I, and the hope is that you have some action there going forward. Uh, is JT a good value right now? Um, uh, it, it's more playable than Spieth or Munoz. Uh, and, and Joaquin may be fair value, too. I, I think they're playable, although I, I don't love them. But going down the board a little bit, I, I think the the best value play is probably KH Lee, who's at. 35 to one he's your defending champion and he's very very much in the thick of this thing uh just four shots back 
So I, I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of pressure on him tomorrow. He's played some really nice golf. I, I think he's probably the value play on the board. Yeah, he's uh, gained seven strokes in the ball striking categories. He hasn't even putted particularly well, gaining less than a stroke for the week. So it, it it's out there if you can find a hot putter. The other one that I would consider if you if you want to throw a dart is is uh, is Davis Riley. We've seen him get hot at times. Yes. He shot a pair of sixty fours in the last two rounds. Even if he shoots, I mean, if he shoots another sixty four and the course doesn't play four shots under, it just plays like two point seven under. Uh, like he would at least be in the mix to maybe get himself into a playoff, like, and then see what happens. But obviously it's a, it's a, it's a sprinkle action. Yeah. Uh, all he's got to do is shoot three straight 64s uh, yeah. <laughs> and get lucky. <laughs> but he has, he has that firepower. I mean, he, he's, he's great. I really like watching him play and um, he's a, he's a good developing talent. And I, I um I'm interested to see what he does tomorrow. I, I think he's, that 16 just seems too far back. Just feels like you got to shoot 62. Um, but I agree with you. It's a good it's a good number for him. We'll see. And it will be fireworks in Dallas, uh, no matter how it goes down, because I think there's going to be a lot of birdies and a lot of eagles being made all day long. Uh, we'll be back after the final putt drops to discuss all the implications and uh, immediately or eventually declare it PGA Championship week. For now, uh, producer Jacob does all the hard work behind the scenes. Thank you very much. That right there, it's Greg Ducharme. You can find him on Twitter at the Real GFD, and you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.